Welcome in. This is the live chat for this week's WGC Dell Technologies match play. It's going to be a ton of fun. And for the next hour or so, I'm going to go through all the questions in the chat, or at least as many as I possibly can. Feel free to drop them in right now. I'll do my best to get through these questions. We can talk anything you want. Obviously, different format this week is going to elicit a lot of questions. Hopefully, I have some thoughtful answers, but we'll see as, as this goes on. Remember, this event starts on Wednesday. That's that's why we're doing the live chat on Tuesday. For the first time in live chat history, it is not on a Wednesday. That's that's why. So make sure to get your lineups in. Make sure to get your one and done picks in. Make sure to get everything situated tonight because tomorrow morning at 725 Central Time, these guys are going out there and they're going out and they are playing match play against one another. If you would like to play against me and against everybody else, uh, you can fill out a bracket. It is on PGATour.com. There is a link in the description. There is a password. It's a private league, and it is the password RRG, all caps. Try that. That should work. Pretty simple. And we have, we currently have, this is, I got to show you this right off the bat. This is unbelievable. We have currently the most popular private league on PGATour.com. Think about how far we've come. Think about that. On PGA Tour's website, the only place to have a bracket challenge for this week, our community has the biggest, the largest private league. I'm stunned by that. I'm impressed. I'm stunned. I'm humbled. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. I'm giving away prizes. So I believe in the, in the, in the DFS preview, I outlined the prizes as if you finish first, I'll give you a year's subscription to rickrungood.com. Second, I'll give you six months. And then everybody who finishes third through eighth, I'll give you a month. Maybe I'll do some weeks in there too. This got a lot bigger than I thought. So um, that's that's what I've committed to. And then I'll, I'll sprinkle some more in. I always do. But this is a lot of fun. It is time for questions. Let's just jump right into these. And Denver Timmy has the first question out of the gate here. Oh, sorry, Denver Timmy. Before I forget, there is still a jock market power hour on Wednesday night. That is the same time, same place, 8, 15 PM Eastern time on the Rick run good YouTube channel. It is for Corrales Punta Cana. Uh, so if you want to get your feelings in, if you want to get, if you want to get your touchies in on some Punta Cana, uh, join us for that. It's Joe Idonia and myself. If you have not, uh, signed up for jock market yet. Now is the time. Use the code Rick 20. Okay. T Denver, Timmy apologies. Now let's get to your question here. Does course fit matter as much during match play? If so, can you name a couple of players that fit Austin CC? So there's a couple of things here. Uh, I don't think it matters as much. I think the format is the big, the big thing here, right? It's some guys, there, there's so much more information. The fact that you're playing against someone, what you're able to do is so different. Um, of course, I would prefer good course history. And it, you can actually go check this yourself because I've made this available absolutely for free on rickrungood.com. If you go to PGA tools, you go to cheat sheet and you go to match play history, uh, you can see all of the data since they moved to this format. And since you're asking about Austin Country Club, uh, that's just the last four years. So 2015 was at Dove Mountain. So 2016 and on would be your course history. Uh, so that would be Kisner, Ustazen, Kucher. They're all in the same group, by the way. Bubba, DJ, Rory. So you can go mess around with this tool, anything you want, check it out. But that's how I would, I guess, define course history on a week where, you know, there's not shot link. Um, you know, there's not even the same stroke play metrics because what if you give a guy a four foot putt? Like it, there's just, 
there's just so much going on. We're doing our doing our best to do it. Hank Hill says, don't have much time to research this week. Can you give me a pick for a fun outright ticket? I don't love these questions. Um, I mean, what what do you think fun is? Do you want to burn this money or like I, like just do just pick Lonto? He's 125 to one. Um, if he gets hot at his best aspects, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a second, uh, he is he, he he can make a run at this. And if you want a long shot, I don't I don't think there's a better one. Clark wants to know in 150 max entry, would you try to get at least one player from each group in your player pool? And at most, how many guys would you include from a group? I'm going to pull up the bracket and I've, I've uh, tried to make this a little bit. It look, it looks a little bit wonky here in the middle because I've hid those columns. Uh, so hopefully we can see all this at once. If I understand this, Clark, I don't think you're asking about groups like this. Like you shouldn't get two guys from the same group. I don't think you're asking about that. I think you might be asking about, Groups as in like top seed, second seed, third seed. I'm not positive about that. Uh, what I've done is I've created a pretty, like I've written a rule. So if you've gone to the, the Rick run good lineup optimizer this week, I've defaulted the rules in there for you. And then you can of course tinker them and do whatever you want. I wrote a rule that says, uh, no more than six top seeds, uh, in any, uh, to, to, to come out to, to advance essentially. So, uh, that I, I I'm, I'm making a bet that we get historical rates, which is like five of these top seeds get out. That might not be your, an, the, the answer to your question, Clark. So apologies, but I'll, I'll if, if you want to explain, I'll try my best DFS chef. Good to see you. I like the optimizer and rules. Okay. You went over in your preview video. Obviously we need to start with player exposures, but in reality, I'm sure some golfers have zero, zero chance. What golfers have zero chance for me? Um, so I don't think any golfer has zero chance of getting out of their group, right? That's, that's part one. And I'm just going to hide your comments so we can see the entire bracket here. Or maybe I can, well, I'm kind of getting cut off from this banner. Let's do that. We'll just stick with the tickers down at the bottom. Um, I would say no one has zero chance of, uh, advancing out of their group, but guys that have a very small chance of winning this actual golf tournament, I believe are, uh, Adam Long, who's right here, he's seed 62. Not only is he uh, one of the weaker players in the field, but he's in a group with Dustin Johnson, which is obviously not great. I think the also the other side of this, uh, Andy Sullivan offers very little upside to actually win this golf tournament. And I thought there was one more, uh, Antoine, Antoine Rosner, um, apparently a big hitter. I don't know much more about him, but the Siwoo, like Siwoo could get scorching. Tommy is solid and Bryson, I think is probably going to win this golf tournament, which is a really tough group to come out of. And then it's just kind of disaster after that. The good news is DFS chef. You probably don't have to be like, I don't know. Like if you have 5% of, of, of Andy Sullivan, you're probably overweight, right? I think so. Jim says, if everyone watched the video about the groups, won't we all have the same lineups? How will we get different? Uh, will it be ownership numbers? So first of all, Jim, much appreciated thinking uh, that you believe everyone watches my videos. That is that is awesome of you. Um, when I did the same video in 2019, and obviously a lot has changed, I did the same video in 2019, and when all the lineups came out, there were still 35% of lineups that were built suboptimally. Um, some were more egregious than others, right? Some had, like, there was like 11% that had two from the same group. And there was like 18% that had two from an adjacent group or something like that. So some were more egregious than others. Um, so I, I certainly don't think that everyone knows the strategies. I think about all the people who are going to build mobily, right? People are going to build on their, on their apps 
not looking at brackets quick. Let me get some lineups in. Um, also, if you still want to get different, there are other ways to do that. Uh, I optimize off of different things, right? I've the way that I've done um, 301 lineups this week is I've optimized off of different criteria. Uh, I've, I've gone off of, um, and maybe I can just show you this. I don't want to show you full lineups. I hate, I hate doing that. It's not great for the industry. Um, but let me see if I can show you. So I, I've done four different pieces of criteria that I've optimized off of because I've gone into the Rick run good optimizer and I've, and I've done that. Uh, I've also, uh, you can leave money on the table, right? You could, uh, potentially exclude certain golfers, uh, from your player pool that you think are going to be popular. I think there's a lot of ways to get a little bit different, even if you, if you, if you are worried about that. <clears throat> Highest owned for one and done. Um, that's a great question. I guess the, um, well, no, it won't be Bryson because people, Morikawa maybe. I bet you Morikawa is pretty popular here. I bet you Rom will get a lot of, like Rom, Rom is a really great path. So I, that, that to me, I, I think is interesting. I also think you're going to get a lot of these, uh, like Patrick Reed's, right? Like Patrick Reed, next tier star who has a great match play record, who has an okay path. I think Patrick Reed's probably pretty popular. Is it worth betting a player from each quadrant? And if so, who should I bet? I'm thinking maybe a DJ Bryson Reed Rom bet. I mean, that's fine, Dara. The the problem is historically that's not what happens here. I, I mean, it is it is kind of rare for like like four top seeds to get there. Um, I, I would be pretty surprised by that because all four of those guys are the the top seed in their own group. So uh, last year, only five got out of group phase. Uh, certainly there's not going to be then four of them getting to the final four. I just think that's unlikely. So um, if you're playing from each quadrant, I would, I would stick out. So like, if you really like DJ and you want DJ, that's fine. Uh, if you re really want Bryson, that's fine. But then maybe go with some longer shots, a Corey Connors out of, out of the upper right. Maybe I, I mentioned Lonto down here in the lower right. I, I just think that you are you really need to embrace volatility this week. Um, also, if you've noticed on this, on this, uh, spreadsheet here, I've, I've added the group odds. So these are the odds to get out of the group, uh, from DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to go bet these at William Hill at BetMGM, at bet rivers, you can certainly do that. Uh, go to rickrungood.com slash bets. See if there's any current offers for you, depending on what state you're in. The offers are pretty good, but it, these are their odds to get out of the group. Uh, DJ by far, uh, the favorite to get out of the group by, uh, of anyone, a couple of noteworthy things like Paul Casey is not even the top seed in his group, and he's the favorite. Jordan Spieth is the favorite, and he's the fourth seed in his group. Obviously, this is on official World Golf Rankings, so it's kind of weird, but looking at some of the discrepancies between DraftKings pricing and the odds to get out of the group, I think is a leverage spot. So you consider Paul Casey, who is $200 cheaper than Webb Simpson, but more likely to get out of his group. That's, that's kind of a no-brainer there. Rick, how do you feel about Bubba? Um, everyone on Reed feel like he could be a sneaky upset. I actually think that group seven, as much as I like Patrick Reed this week, I think group seven offers a, a lot of upset ups upset upside, if that makes sense. So you've got a group that it is, that is Patrick Reed, which we know everything about. Neiman is one of the streakiest players on the face of the planet. I could see him getting hot for two days and winning this group. Uh, Christian Bezadenhut, I actually, uh, spoiler alert, in my bracket, 
I, I picked Bezadenhut to get out of this bracket or to get out of this group because um, he is, when he gets going really well, it's in the short game, which I know doesn't always carry over, but in match play, that can be devastating to your opponent. It can be really devastating to your opponent. Um, Bubba, I guess I'm not as bullish on just because of the composition of the rest of this group, but I, I think in general, Quentin, group seven is is set up for an upset, I believe. Joey says, is it time to go back to your New Year's resolution of more DJ? Hasn't been as sharp as he can be, but in a one versus one situation, um, tough to see. Yeah, li listen, so I'm on the record this week by saying I think Bryson's going to win. And there's a lot of reasons about that. Uh, one of the biggest being that he hits it further than everyone else. And when you hit it further than everyone else, you get a lot of information on your opponent. You get a lot of information on what they do on their second shot. And Dustin Johnson's in the same boat. There's no, the, nobody that he's going to match up against until he meets Bryson DeChambeau in the final four is going to be as long as him, uh, which is really good. And and that that gives him a lot of information. The other thing about Dustin Johnson, I like the idea that this is a one versus one situation in the same way that I like it for Rory McIlroy, where you don't have to have your A plus game in match play like you do in stroke play. Um, in stroke play, you have to beat 150 guys and you have to be perfect. In match play, you have to be like, like if you have your B plus game, that wins a lot of match play contests. Uh, you certainly could lose, right? You could have your A minus game and lose to a guy's A plus game, right? That that happens, but you really don't necessarily need need to have your best stuff. So. I, I agree, Joey, with the sentiment that DJ's really interesting here. And so is and so is Rory for the same questions or for the same reasons. Thoughts on day and one and done. Um, I think that's a bit risky. This group six, you know, if 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 group two is the group of death, group six is is uh, I, I don't I mean I hate it too. Like I don't want to stay, I, I don't want to stay away from it. It's it's Shoffley, it's Scheffler, it's Jason Day. And then of course, I guess we all just assume that they're gonna roll over Andy Sullivan. But um Day's been awesome here. There's always the built-in concern about the seven matches that he's gonna have to play over five rounds or over five, seven matches in five days to make sure that he gets to the finals. Like that's what it would be if he gets to the final day. It's a lot of golf for a guy who Routinely ails, I think is a nice way to put it. And also, I just I I really like Scheffler. I really like Shoffley. Um, I I I think I rank him a solid third in Group Six, and I don't think I'd want to spend my one and done on him. How is everyone? And how are you? Thanks, Brant. I'm I'm well. How are you, man? I appreciate it. Thanks for thanks for checking in. How do they break down the prize money this week? Okay, good question. So what they uh what they do is based on points. So obviously first gets first place money, second gets second place money, third and fourth get third and fourth place money. Uh, then everyone else who got eliminated in the elite eight, get the same amount of money. And then everyone who got eliminated in, uh, the sweet 16, get the same amount of money. And then what they started doing norm, what they first did was if you got eliminated in group play, everyone got the same amount. They don't do that anymore. If you, if you don't make it out of group play, but you had two and a half points, you get more money than a guy who got eliminated from group play and had one and a half points. It is an incentive, even if you are out of it on, on the final day, if you're 0-2, to go out and try to win your third match because you'd get more money if you get one point over a guy who gets zero points. So they've, they've, they've started to do that, which I think is brilliant, and that's how the prize money breaks down, JJ. I like home at 100 to one and Hideki at 55 to one. Um, listen, Hideki's fine. 
I'm I'm not going to shy away from that. I think Cantlay is going to be incredibly difficult to play against. I think that the path of whoever comes out of seven could make a lot of noise. So whoever comes out of 10 has to meet the winner of seven. That's scary for both of them. Uh, I do like Homa. Um, Homa's game is, is not nearly as sharp as Colin Morikawa's is. I don't think anyone is, is remotely arguing that he's down here in group four, but what Homa has is a really, really good mental game. And what I mean by that is think, just think back to Riviera, the guy in the biggest tournament of his life in the biggest spot of his life misses a three foot putt to, to uh, what could have been lose that golf tournament bounces back immediately rebound says, okay, you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to this playoff with Tony Finau and I'm going to be okay. Uh, gets stuck behind a tree. It's an unbelievable shot to make a par to extend that match. Cause it turns into match play once you're in sudden death and then, uh, eventually go on and win that, that to me is, and then he hit a big shot when he needed to hit a big shot. That's match play mentality. That stuff comes in handy out here in a big way. I, I like, I like Homa real quick. Um, before I jump into all this other stuff, uh, I mentioned the jock market power hour that is still happening tomorrow night. It's uh, Wednesday, 8, 15 PM Eastern time. Joe Idoni and myself are going to go through the jock market final hour of IPO. This is stock market DV- DFS where you can buy and sell golfers before the event. You can bid on them before bid on shares, and then you can buy and sell over the course of the event. Uh, the, the jock market during the tournaments has never been so liquid. There are so many more people playing. It's the best experience we've ever had. I think it's only going to get better. Um, this is a really cool concept for people with big bank roles, small bank roles, um, who want to pay a lot of attention, who want to pay a little attention. You know, you look back at, at some of the results from the Honda classic last week, Matt Jones was $4 and 88 cents is what he sold for on Wednesday night, last night, because he won the tournament, he paid out the full $25 a share. That's $20 profit per share. Brandon Hagee, $2.17 in IPO. $20 was his final payout. There were countless multiple hundred percent ROI players last week because of the weak field. Guess what? Same thing's going to happen this week. Punta Cana is going to be crazy. There's going to be a lot of these guys that are returning six eight times money. It's going to be great. Join us for that power hour tomorrow night on, uh, on the Rick Rungard YouTube channel. Let me find my spot here. Gun to your head. Oh boy. Who has the better week? Wolf or burger? Uh, burger burger has been objectively the better player for a long time. Uh, he claimed he is 70%. If he is 70%, then I, I, that might be good enough. Daniel Berger is very, very good. I'm seeing a, did I, did we get a withdrawal? I'm seeing, let me just see if we got a withdrawal somewhere. I don't think so. So there's a question here that says, was there any info on why English withdrew? If that happened, I missed it today. Uh, so I would love to know the answer to that, but I, I, I'm not currently seeing that. So somebody let me know about that. Um, I, I, that's, I'm not aware of that. Who do you have the most exposure to in 150 max? So I've not, uh, settled this yet, but, uh, over the last, uh, couple of builds that I've done, a lot of my ownership is coming out of, uh, out of group six here. I think that if you can get that right, there's a pretty significant edge. I think we have to also realize that 
when you're making a DFS lineup, you don't have to pick every single group, right? There's going to be groups that people skip. I actually kind of think Justin Thomas is, is incredibly interesting in DFS and not in any other format because most people are going to look at this and say, okay, you know what? I'm just going to take DJ. I'll take Bryson. I'll take Rom. And I won't worry about this group of death because I don't have to pick it. Uh, I think JT is incredibly interesting in DFS formats. I think there's a lot of leverage there. I think if you can get group six, right, I think group six is going to be avoided by a lot of people. I think group eight now, probably not eight is probably just going to be like Westwood or Sergio, uh, I think group 12 is, I think if you can get group 12 right as well, uh, Finau, Kokrak, Zalatoris, Fratelli, if you can pick the winner of that, I think you're going to have a lot of leverage on the field. So that's kind of the way I'm doing it. TJ is trying to pick spots that I don't think others are, are going to go to and then try to find the winner. Uh, Jim wants to know, how is your, uh, March madness bracket doing? Uh, so last I checked, it was, in, I think it was in the 85th percentile. I'm going to try to pull it up right now that Iowa loss. Um, it, it's going to burn me because I had them going to the um, championship game. So that's going to burn me. I still have Baylor left, thank God. So if Baylor can continue, that'd be great. I'm currently in the 81st percentile, which is not great, but certainly better. I've I've avoided, outside of that Iowa game, I've avoided a ton of disaster. Hey, Rick. Hey, Shibby. I heard somewhere that the last four winners of the match play also had a win in one of their previous five starts. I, Matt, I hate these stats. I would also, I would, anytime Matt, anytime you hear this somewhere, ask the person how that compares to other events. Ask them. Most of the time when people send me this stuff and I say, I always say the same thing. How does this compare to other events? They always say, I don't know. This is the only one I looked at, which is not quantitative. Um, does, does the winner of an event win somewhere else in their previous five starts? like half the, in half of the tournaments. I don't know. We, we need to compare this against other tournaments. So that's one of my big data pet peeves. Ownership projections. I don't have them. Not this week. I, I think that um, I wouldn't feel comfortable enough to roll them out. Uh, there's, there's so much unknown, especially because we didn't have it last year, trying to see how they're going to shake out. I don't have them this week, JJ. I really liked Paul Casey heading into this event until I saw his grouping. Who's your top two one and done? Uh, so I still think it's Patrick Reed. I'm, I'm fine with that. I guess if we're ruling out Casey, he probably would have been a good one. Um, I'm looking for like a second tier guy. Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick's kind of interesting, right? I think I think that you know odds makers have Spieth as the favorite to get out of this group. I think that's because his name is Spieth. I think that Fitzpatrick is truly the favorite to get out of this group. And if Group Two is the group of death, and somehow they all beat up on JT and they can team up and keep him from moving on. Uh, the path to the elite eight for group 15 is kind of interesting. Is it a good strategy to pick my favorite final four and then toss in two scrubs at 6,100? Um, I guess that could work out there. Your scrubs are going to have to get out of the group. I guess that's the key there. Ryan says I'm currently first in your NCAA tournament challenge. Nice. Good job. Hope, hope it holds on to you. What happens after they tie after what happens if they tie after their third round? I've gotten a lot of questions about this too. Um, the they go to sudden death stroke play, which if you're paying attention, sudden death stroke play is the same thing as sudden death match play. If there's only two golfers, the reason they call it sudden death stroke play is because if there is a three way tie, they can break the tie with stroke play. That's, that's the way the ties break. Okay. Here's the clarification. Emmett was asking about English's withdrawal from the players. 
Scared the crap out of me, Emmett. Oh my God. I thought Harris English withdrew. Um, no, I, I, I had not seen any information. They don't have to. How, how do I join the league? Can you talk me through it? No, I will not. The information is in the description. You click the link. You type in the password. It says RRG. I guess I did just talk you through it. Uh, Dan, the man, love the content. Thank you. Who's your top dark horse for this week? It, it is certainly Lonto outside of Lonto. I think Dylan Fratelli is kind of interesting. This, this group 12 is wide open. In my opinion, I think Tony is uh, too nice. And if you look at Tony Finau's match play record, I think he's three and three. Yeah. Three and three um, in the two, the two years that he's played this. So, I think twelve. I think there's a ton of leverage in twelve. Not named Tony Finau. I, I bet Kokrak to get out of this group. I love Will Zalatoris just in general, but I think like real true true dark horse. Fratelli's interesting. Fratelli has popped. Fratelli had a top five at the Masters. Fratelli played well at the Players. I think he had a top twenty five there. He has he he had a top ten. I think at CJ Cup or eleventh. He like that ability to pop is what I'm looking for in a deep run here, Dan. So that's what I would say about about a dark horse. Do you think the road to a win is much easier than four days of stroke play? 1000%. Uh, yeah. So, so I, I kind of alluded to this with Rory and DJ, like you can have your, if you run really well and, and maybe you run into some guy's uh, worst game, like you could have your C game and win match play. You really could, right? You get out of your group. Uh, you run into guys who are not playing all that well. Uh, you could also have your a minus game and lose, but Yes, this is definitely a much easier road. You, I want guys with a high floor. So like Berger is super interesting because in theory, 100% healthy Daniel Berger has one of the highest floors around. So I, like if, if Berger just goes out and makes six birdies a day or five a day, he might just win this whole damn thing or somebody might like that. So yeah, I definitely think the road is easier. I feel like answer. Yeah. Answer is interesting. Answer is going to be a really popular pick this week. Unfortunately he has, I actually really like Kevin Streelman out of group 13. He's, he's the guy, right? Just ball strike, um, make enough putts. And he's like a wily vet. Who's going to put a lot of pressure on his opponent. Obviously Hovland's the favorite, but a- answer is going to be interesting. I, I, unfortunately the, this bottom end of the bracket, man, this, this bottom left quadrant, it's probably the hardest quadrant to come out of, uh, because you have Bryson in it. You have all the unknowns in 12. You have Hovland. You have Morikawa. You have Answer. Finau's here if you believe in that. You have some random, like, like Siwoo's like random and could get scorching hot. Like, it's just, I, I think the bottom left quadrant is probably the most, the most difficult path. Pull the trigger on Rick Run Good. Enjoyed rickrungood.com. No better time. Absolutely agree. This, like, this week alone. Smash the like button, says DFS Chef. I, I also agree. Thoughts on Vic Hovland? Uh, the good news for Vic is that, um, if he makes a double or a triple, it only counts as, as, uh, losing one hole. And that's kind of been the only issue with him. So I uh, love it. I, I, I wish the short game was better because match play is so putter dependent. Uh, but yeah, I, how could I not love Vic? He's awesome. Hey Rick, love the show. Thank you. Would you prefer Rom, Kokrak, Homa or Bryson and Cam Smith? Wow. I really like Kokrak. I really like Homa and Rom's fine, but I, I have Bryson winning this thing. Probably still the other side though. I don't know if I missed the third guy, but but Rom, Kokrak, Homa. I don't like Cam Smith that much. I think he's okay. These are Pete Dye courses, Quinton. So any Pete Dye course would probably be fine. Any idea what percentage of the winner has come from a top 10 ranked player? Uh, well, there, that's kind of a loaded question. So if you go to this match play history here, 
So since they changed the format, which I think is what's important, since they changed the format, you've got to look at that, right? So if you go to the finishing position, you're going to find Bubba Watson, who was a 35 seed, Dustin Johnson, who was the number one seed, J- Jason Day, who was the number two seed, Kevin Kisner, who was 48, and Rory, who was one. So a one, a one, a two, a 35, and a 48. Those are the five years. Lucas Herbert is 66 to one in Punta Cana. Uh, yeah, I agree. He also won on the European tour. Um, was it last year? I think it was at the start of 2020. Wow. That feels like forever ago. Um, I, I don't mind Lucas Herbert, especially in that field. I, we don't, there's not a lot, some of these, you know, some of these Euro guys who rack up the official world golf ranking points, they, they come over and they don't play as well. Um, but yeah, I'm fine. With, I mean, 66 to one in Punta Cana with Lucas Herbert is perfect. With the last few weeks of so many top 20 players have done trash, how can we put people like DJ Aram even getting out of the first round? Well, uh, I would argue uh, in their favor that uh, Florida golf does that. Florida golf with with water lurking creates situations where big names get popped. Also, I would argue though that, uh, yeah, it's hard to get out of your group for no, no matter who these guys, the math, the math doesn't stand up to these guys, uh, to, to these guys getting out of their group. So I'm embracing volatility. You should see my bracket. I'm actually going to reveal my bracket on the first cut pod, the CBS sports podcast that I, that I host. Here's everybody's bracket. I've got them all. We're going to reveal them all. We're going to reveal my bracket. Uh, I've tried my best to embrace volatility. Realistically, how many out of six players in I need to make the bracket to feel good? I mean, obviously you want six. Uh, It's going to depend on who Chad. So if, if, um, if you only have four guys who make it out of group stage, but, uh, but like the very popular guys, like if Dustin Johnson doesn't make it out of the group stage, you can probably cash with a four of six because I think he's going to be incredibly popular. Um, if if all of the most popular guys make it out of group play, you might need five to get out. You might need, I don't think you'll need six to get out. I think, I want to say three or four should should probably do the trick because you get so many more points. You get so many more points. Use your optimizer yesterday and was very happy. Thank you. That, I'm, I, that means a lot because Listen, my business is not built on that optimizer, but that optimizer being so flexible, it's perfect for me. And and that's that is how rickrungood.com was built. I build tools for me and my research process, and I hope that you guys like it. It is the point being like I don't want to build something that I'm not super passionate about. And everything on the site I use a lot and I'm super passionate about it. So I really I really love to hear that. Thank you. Rick, last week I said the winner would come from uh, seventy five hundred to eighty five hundred, and seventy four hundred dollars was the winner. Oh, just missed out, Brian. But no, you were on the right track. Where does the winner come from this week? Great question. Who the heck knows? All over the place is probably the answer. Um, I think that the winner is. I mean, I think it's Bryson, so I think it comes from ten thousand nine hundred. But yeah, this is going to be one of the most difficult ones to to chat about. Oh, I just lost my spot. Hold on. All right. I found it. I think what happens if burger withdrawals? So this happened before. Uh, so if you go into back into this again, this is on rickrungood.com. Feel free to check this out. Uh, Jason day withdrew. So like this year, right here in 2017, Jason day withdrew and conceded all three of these matches. I don't think he actually, I think he might've started playing in round one, but he conceded these three matches. So I don't know how I don't know how DK handles that, Justin. Um, I could I, I'm sure I'm sure it's in their rules. I'd have to look it up, but I don't know if you just get 
points for winning the match and holes play like maybe you get 1.8 or whatever it is for holes not played times 18. I don't know. I'm sure it's on their site. I'd have to check it out. Best chalky fade for leverage. Um, I mean, Dustin Johnson. Like, it, it, I think Dustin Johnson is going to be the most popular player. If you really want to fade a stud, the guy who has the best odds, the guy that everyone is sitting here saying this is the weakest group and the guy that's most likely to win, you should fade him. I, I mean, right? Like, like the here's the thing. Even if you believe in the betting odds, DJ is a coin flip to get out of this group. A coin flip. Every other top seed is worse than that. So so a coin flip for DJ to get out of the group. And then if he gets out of the group, he's got to win it still. Or he's got to go deep into it. So if you And I think he's going to be really popular. So if you really want to, to fade somebody and get leverage, it has to be DJ. Uh, do me a favor. Hit the like button real quick before you forget. Before I forget. And before you forget, I suppose. It goes a long way for me. Costs you nothing. Thank you. Uh, hey, Rick. Great work as always. Thank you, Tomas. Oh, hit the like button, guys. Wow. Okay, this week is going to be a blast. It was surprisingly easy to pick my guys, which is kind of scary. That is dangerous game, Tomas. Uh, you're in trouble. So do we think Louis can get out of the group? Of course he can. Uh, it is a gauntlet group, but Louis is the best player at this event. Since they started in the format, here he is 17 and seven. The other good thing is I believe there are, don't quote me on this stat, but I'm pretty sure I have this right. There are two golfers who have uh, gained at least one stroke putting per round since the start of 2021. I believe they are Brendan Todd and Louis Oosthuizen and not relying on the putter, but being a really good putter is devastating in match play. Being the first guy in the hole and then leaving your opponent seven or eight feet to have is devastating. So yes, Louie can absolutely get out of his group. If we're trying to win a 50-50 or double up, does lineup optimi optimization change? No, because you still need you still need guys to not run into each other. So you still need to 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 build that way. Will there be fans this week at match play? Um I I believe so. I'm, I'm I don't think it's I don't think it's full, but uh, yes. No, I would not burn Bryson in a one and done as much as I love Bryson, as much as I understand that I think he's going to win this golf tournament and I've bet him. I would rather the problem. And this is another thing we can talk about. He's an underdog to get out of his own group. You, can you really waste Bryson in a, at a place like this? Like, so at plus plus one twenty five to get out of his own group, I mean, he'd probably be plus plus one twenty five to finish like top 10 at a stroke play event, right? Like, like I just really don't think you should be burning a stud here as much as I want you to. And as much as I love Bryson, I don't think you should be doing it. Also, I would not bet Bryson to get out of this group, but I would bet him to win big difference 14 to one to get him to win. If he gets out of his group, he's in great spot. I don't think you can bet 125 uh, plus 125. Uh, is this surface going to play like Tiff Eagle Bermuda? Yeah. So I believe it is Tiff Eagle Bermuda overseeded with POA. I'm pretty sure is what they're doing this week. I'd have to look it up or you can go look it up or I can look it up for you, but it's, I'm pretty sure about that, especially with this time of year. Uh, from a betting card perspective, do you suggest picking the guys, the players that you like most or getting a player from each quadrant? I guess if you want the longest sweat, you should pick from each quadrant and try to stay alive as long as possible, but I'm not too worried about it. You know, I have bets on, I, I bet Bryson, I bet, um, Lonto at 125. 
I thought that was good. I bet can't lay at 22. And I think I have one more bet in. So I guess I guess I didn't even try to do that, but that in that was three quadrants. Who else did I bet? I have one more out there. I don't know why I'm blanking on this. It might be Homa. Did I bet Homa? Oh, oh, it's I think it's Kokrak. Kokrak here. And I bet Kokrak to get out of this group. Blanked on that for a second. Hard to build optimal lineup using one of the top price guys. Yeah, you gotta you gotta be creative. Do I like Gooch to come out of the yellow region? That's the upper left-hand region. Um, I love Gooch, but this is this is a pretty tough draw. I, I mean, Casey and we- Casey's Webb is so good, but stinks at match play. Casey's diabolical at match play and really good. Uh, Hughes is a great putter, short game specialist. Like, oh boy, like already that group is tough. And then if he gets out of that group, he's got to go to the like experienced Euro guys that like eat, breathe, and live for match play. And then if he gets out of that, he's got to go maybe face like Sungjae or Dustin Johnson or whoever has toppled them. I love Gooch, but that is a tough, tough ask. Yes, I would play more guys than usual. Is Rory an auto bet this week? I've made the case for Rory. Uh, I don't think he's an auto bet because I, th- I still think he's a hair too short, but I would not blame you for betting him, Andrew. It, it is, I think this is a better spot for him. If Berger... Uh, yeah, if they hit one ball, they'll get they'll concede and and the other guys will get points. I've answered a lot of these, which is good. Will that incentivize eliminate withdrawal forfeits on the final day of group play? No, no, no. These guys barring injury, these guys are not going to forfeit uh or withdraw if they're 0 and 2. That they would be they would be ridiculed, uh, ostracized. That, that it would be such a bad look. I cannot imagine that is going to happen. Now, if they want to play the injury game and say I pulled my back, that's fine. I imagine they would just just go through it and concede whole. That that Sean, I I don't I do not envision happening. And especially with the money incentive, the difference between zero points and a half a point. Um, I'd have to go back and look at this. Is hold on, do I have it here? I thought I had it here. Um, I have it somewhere. The difference between it's probably 30 grand for a day's work might not be bad. Can you describe your one and done strategy? Yeah, I'm going with a second tier stud who can win. Uh, Reed, Casey, Kokrak, Zalatoris, uh, Fitzpatrick. Don't forget about Fitzpatrick. Love the content, Rick. I appreciate you always tuning in. Um, Rom or Bryson? I I I think Bryson's going to win it. Pa- Rom, Rom's path is is pretty objectively better, right? So so here's here's Rom's path. He gets well. I don't know if this is a good a good matchup for him or not, but like he faces his buddy Palmer. <laughs> like I don't know if that's good or not. Lowry Munoz, and then he gets the the huge question marks out of Group 14. So I think Rom objectively has the best path here, but I, I just I, I've la- I've laid out the case for Bryson. I just don't know. I just think he's so good in this format, which probably means he doesn't win. Here's the, here's the real tip. Avoid guys attending big 10 universities. They seem to have issues advancing. Well done, John. Well, well done, my friend. Well done. I'd be more impressed if you could name the guys who went to big 10 universities. Let's see. EVR went to Minnesota. That's still a big 10 school, right? I, after they did the realignment, I'm, I'm so bad at this. Um, 
looking at who else is on. I don't know if I can even find another Big Ten school here. Got a lot of Georgia Tech guys, SMU, Oklahoma State, uh, Cal. None of those are in the Big Ten, right? I don't even know if I can find another Big Ten school on here. I'm sure there's a bunch. What does uh, random do in the lineup optimizer? Yeah, so in the lineup optimizer, uh, the random thing, it adds randomness. Okay, so here, let me see if I can pull this up for you. So I don't want to show all of this because I don't think it's good for the industry, but here we go. So, so here's the lineup optimizer. Whatever you're projecting off of, whether it's points, whether it is, like I've mentioned, I'm doing stroke gain, I'm doing win percentage, I'm doing a lot of different things. Uh, adding randomness. So this button right here, it'll, it'll, it'll add randomness. So, so like, okay. So if you have a, a metric that is, let's say we're saying five, five, five points for DJ. That's what we're, that's what we are, um, projecting off of. And you say add 10% randomness when it, when it simulates, it'll give DJ for one simulation, it could go up to 5.5 or down to 4.5. It moves them kind of in 10% in either direction. So it, it doesn't lock. It just adds a bit of like, oh, I'm not locked into these exact projections or these exact things. It just adds a little fluidity and a little bit of randomness. I, it's it's really powerful in something like this. It allows you to get access to golfers that you might not normally get access to. Uh, making birdies, I think, is almost certainly more important than avoiding bogeys. I don't know that for sure, but birdies wins. Uh, birdies win. Birdies win holes. Kevin Kisner, he does know that this ain't no hobby. Uh, and Kevin Kisner has been phenomenal in match play, MD, but he hasn't been great recently, and he's in the group of death with a lot of other guys who are really good putters and, and are really good at match play. So, I, Kiz, listen, I say, I say all the time, this ain't no hobby. I don't want to bet against them, but that is two. group two is a tough draw for everyone. <clears throat> Most likely top guy to get bounced outside of DJ in the super tough group. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, Shoffley, I'm concerned about. Um, I mean, I guess te technically the answer would be Webb as the top guy because he's not even the favorite in his own group. Uh, but Scheffler and Jason Day in group six scares me for some reason. I think Xander, who hasn't played particularly well uh, in the last couple of starts, could get bounced. JT's quadrant overall has me going crazy. I think there's an argument for just about all of 16. Where's 16? Okay, yeah. That's the that's the Sungjae group. Thoughts on Harmon or Ortiz? Yeah, I'd prefer Harmon. Um, good putter can get hot. I I I I think I think Cantlay is going to be a buzzsaw, but I I I prefer Harmon over Ortiz in that spot. I don't even know if you could do core cascading this week, John. So this is a for, a, a strategy build a, a lineup building strategy that I've that I've done in the past, um, where you swap one out. I, I'm not even sure you could do that. I, I guess you could actually, but you'd have to be really, really cognizant, John, of of uh, where they're positioned on on the on the bracket. I don't know. I'd be I'd be worried about that. Mm. Um. Who is the club? Corala, Cora, oh God, I messed it up. Corral's Punta Cana Resort and Club Championship Specialist this week. Uh, so I do have a cheat sheet on the site if you want to look at it. I, I just loaded like a down and dirty Punta Cana cheat sheet. And it was, uh, I like Charlie Hoffman. 
right? So, so it's weird because we just got an event where this just, we just played here a couple months ago. So Hoffman's been on a good run. He finished 14th here a couple of months ago. Uh, Nate Lashley played well here. If you go really far down, Kelly Kraft uh, plays terrible everywhere, but here essentially, where is he right here? Kelly Kraft 7,100 is terrible everywhere, but Punta Cana pretty weird stuff. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm more bullish on Rory than most. He says, is, is, is this, is Rory the most likely to get bounced? I don't, I don't think so. Are you scared of John Rahm baby on the way? No, but in a couple of weeks I am Rick, what championship trophy are you drinking out of? Well, Adam, and first of all, congrats on the show, the Goldbergs. I know you're, I believe an executive producer, writer. Um, it's, it's brilliant stuff. This is a water glass from Costco. It's quite nice to drink water out of. I went big on speed pre-bracket. I'm still liking it and not put off by the route that he has to go. What are your thoughts? Big fan from England. Thanks, Jack. Spieth is one of the hardest guys in the world to handicap. Um, I think that he would be incredibly frustrating to play against in match play because if he if he sprays it and finds a way to make par, finds a way to make birdie, like that that stuff's devastating in match play. And when you think you have a a hole locked up and you can't get there because he steals it from you, I think that could be difficult. He's going to grind on every shot. I like that about him. Uh, you know, Texas guy, right? Playing playing in Austin might not be so bad. I, I think that that public sentiment has moved a bit too much on him. The fact that he's the most expensive in this group, that he has the shortest odds. I, I think that's a bit much. Uh, and I like Connors more than most. And if, if we get like Wolf has taken a lot of time off, he's a huge, huge question mark. I don't know what to expect from him. I think 15 could be a really tough group. Like if everything goes right, 15 is a really, really tough group. Is group two, the group of death because Kuchar, uh, yeah, listen, I do not think Matt Kuchar is a good, a good player anymore. And I've, I've been beating that drum for 18 months that he ran well over expectation with victories, uh, especially for being one of the shorter guys on tour. What we've seen, and, and I agree with you, this group is not the group of death be- because Kuchar is in it. He has good match play history, but like it's also still Kisner, Ustazen, and JT. Um, but hey, some guys summon this stuff. Some guys summon this stuff. Uh, in match play and can be, you know, they can be like, even if he has a match that could play, he could play, could play spoiler. I know you've mentioned a lot of quantifiable metrics for match play, looking at a single daily matchup on numerous books. Oh, how often do we see draws? Uh, more often than not, uh, now they changed the rule on this. So, I mean, you can go like, go, go check out this tool. Um, you can do, so here we go. There's been, it, dude, do I have the answers? I can't believe I had this handy. Okay, so here we go. So since they changed the format, there have been 40 uh, of players in this. Actually, hold on. Let's do it like this because this should add up. Yeah, here we go. So since they changed this format, there have been 505 wins, 505 losses, 110 halves. So that's what? Like 110 out of? A thousand and ten. So basically, ten percent of the time, there's your answer. Boom! I cannot believe I had that handy. Favorite Seinfeld gif. Kramer, I'm um, out. Jerry eating. Okay, Jerry eating popcorn is really good. Um, I like the one where Banya's like, "That's gold, Jerry." I like that one. I also like uh, the one where I think it's when Elaine comes back from. She's actually coming back. Julia Louis Dreyfus is actually coming back from her uh, pregnancy, but. Uh, I think they, in the show, they have her coming back from like a European vacation. And when they all walk in the door and they all dance around like that, that's good for, that's good for everything. We like the tools, keep them behind the paywall. 
I like to give out some stuff too. Who in the field has the greatest birdie percentage on all holes? Well, John, let's just go look. If you go over to the course key stats page, while there's not course stats for Austin Country Club, if you scroll down to the bottom, you can sort by, let's call it birdie percentage, birdies per round in the last 50 rounds. Our man, JT, number one, Dustin Johnson, number two, Scotty Scheffler, three, Sung J four, Burger, Birdie Burger, number five. Do you get a sense that players care about this tournament? Um, some of them, for sure. I think some care more than most. I think Bryson cares. I think the young guys care. I think they like that match play. Uh, some guys I don't think care, but yeah, I, I think so. I mean, listen, it's it's personal now, right? Like, you're you don't, no one wants to get blown out eight and seven. I'll tell you that for free. Munoz getting no talk. Um, I talked about actually again without spoiling my bracket. I will be revealing my bracket shortly. And guess who I have coming out of uh, group number three? One Sebastian Munoz. And the reason for that is. I think Rom's going to be incredibly popular. And also I think, and I don't know if I want to do this for DFS, but in my bracket, I will. Um, remember when Munoz went like eight birdies in a row at uh, the Northern Trust, I believe it was. He's got an upside. He's po- he popped a lot last year. Kind of cool. This whole thing is just a crapshoot, right? Says Bruce. Yeah, it is. Would you burn Rom one and done? No. No, I'll just save Rob. Are there any, oh, I've answered a lot of these. Do you think, okay. Oh, this is a good question. So Calvin, good call. We've not talked about this. Do you think Lee Westwood makes a good comeback? So Westwood's here in group eight. I, I would bet Westwood to get out of group eight. I would not bet him to win this golf tournament. And I, and I kind of like that. So Westwood objectively has been great last couple of weeks. So it misses the cut at Honda. He told us he was tired. We knew that. Now he gets a couple extra days rest. He's still probably still playing great. Um, gets a, this is the salt. Like this is the most friendly group. You can imagine the four euros who are probably all, you know, chums, uh, get to play against one another. I don't like the idea of Westwood having to play seven matches in five days. That worries me, but him getting out of his group. Ooh, that's interesting. Um, yeah. So, so Fujo man references using the head to head tool on my site. That head to head tool is specifically built for four round stroke play matches. Uh, I would not consider, I would not use it this week. Uh, the thing about Austin country club is there's a lot of different ways you can get around, right? Think about Kevin Kisner getting around there then versus what Bubba or DJ could have done to it. It's not particularly long. There's, there are some risk reward holes. There are some holes that have, uh, penalty areas close to greens. You have to have a complete game here and you can take on as much as you want. So I don't think that that short hitters are by any stretch, uh, at a disadvantage here. I think distance is always going to be an advantage, but, uh, yeah, no, you can get around here. And I'm more worried about the match play format and the requirements for that, like putting, than I am about what the course is going to take. Oh yeah, the Pac-12, the Pac-10 and 12 schools are insane with the Cal guys, and yeah, that's that's bonkers. Zip City says just bought a membership. Zip City, welcome. I'm excited too. Thanks. What do you mean it's not good for the industry? So I'm behind. Um, lineup sharing in general is bad for the industry. It's actually technically against terms and services of DraftKings and FanDuel and every other site, right? Like you're not supposed to be sharing lineups. So like if you like lineup 
if you buy lineups from a lineup service, that's like the worst thing in the industry. First of all, if those lineup sellers were any good, they would just use their own lineups. Uh, if it also just removes any of the thought process for the player, which I don't think is good. I want you guys, my whole goal is to give you the tools and the information to make your own decisions. If you just play the lineups that I play, who benefits off of that? It's not fun. If you win, are you proud of it? Probably not. You just took a lineup from somebody else. So uh, it's not good for the industry. So I I rarely, if ever, I always try to avoid, I've done it the last couple of weeks because I wanted to show, I showed one lineup in each week from an optimizer. I wanted to show the new tool. I, I, I It's not good for the industry to share lineups, technically against terms and conditions. Uh, I've answered a lot of these. This is good. Uh, okay, so Jordan, so uh, if you want to add different metrics... So I have a tutorial on this. So if you go to rickrungood.com and check out the tutorials or, or they're all on this YouTube channel as well, uh, you can upload data. So you can add any metric that you want. And I give you starting metrics on the cheat sheet. You can come here and download the optimizer download. And this has metrics in it if you want to use strokes gained, for example, or you can plug in anything you want. That's that's the best part about this tool. It's my absolute favorite part. Who are the worst match play golfers in the field? Okay, we can do that. So here we go. In this field since the start of 2015, who has the worst, the lowest points? Brendan Todd, 0 and 3. Ryan Palmer, 0 and 3. Bryson actually 1 and 2. He hasn't played since. Oh, he played in 2019. He went 1 and 2 in 2019. Berger, 1 and 8. Oh my God. He's played three times. He's 1 and 8, guys. How is that possible? He's so good. Wallace, 1 and 2. And then everybody else. Oh no, uh, Andy Sullivan's three and six. There's some Shane Lowry, two, seven and three. Matthew Fitz, four and eight. There's some pretty bad, there's some pretty bad ones out there. Has the winner here also won the Masters? Uh, well, Bubba did. Rory hasn't. Kisner hasn't. Day hasn't. And I'm missing somebody. DJ has. <clears throat> Oh, we got fans of the Goldbergs in here. Love the Goldbergs. Yes. Yes, it was the real Adam Gold. He always he always says no, it's not. It is. It is. He's just being humble. Oh, no. Mark, I never got my pizza taco thing. We got a couple minutes left here. Uh, whatever you want to talk about, throw it in the chat. Um, I never got my pizza taco. First of all, it's called a Philly taco, and it is a cheesesteak wrapped in a slice of pizza. Maybe that's where I'll go after this. Good Seinfeld. Oh, goody in good Seinfeld gift is when Jerry is smoking a cigar and laughing, shaking his head. Yep. 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 Elaine's putting down the money. That's a classic. Good, 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 good. Kucher's game is, Oh, hold on. I'm going to deliver this. Kucher's game is so bad. He has to regrip his ball retriever, but I'm bumped. Good job, Chris. I can believe you have it handy. That's the reason I'm here. Okay, good point. Thoughts on Abe answer. I think he's in a terrible group, uh, but I like the way he plays. Kramer running through the door uh, the way he does, or Jerry saying, Newman. That's pretty good. No ownership projections this week. No ownership projections this week. Two questions in a row. This seems like a fun contest for the for a tournament. Why don't they do it more often? Why don't they do it more often, Jared? No, that's why I, I think I think there should be a match play major. In fact, PGA Championship, Used to be a match play. Think about that. Think about that. That'd be cool, right? Match play, all the marbles. Think about the final match for a major. Oh, be awesome. Um, 
DFS chef, Rick, have you and the wife started going out again? We're getting close. Uh, we are getting very close. Uh, Nevada is opening up vaccines to, I think everyone, April 5th. Um, so things are, things, things were in Vegas were popping this past week from what I saw. Ooh, Henley's kind of interesting, right? So we haven't talked a lot about group 16. So, uh, yeah, the ball striking from Henley's really good. He's he coming, he's coming in, in, in good shape. As much as I love Sungjae, I'm really worried about his approach stuff. If he's if he's hitting his approach uh, shots like he has the last six starts, that's troublesome. I I I don't mind Henley coming out of this group. We have not paid a lot of attention to Group 16. That's a good call there, Jay Smooth. Who's the funniest member of the first cut? Uh, I think Kyle is. Kyle is like dry humor, which I like. Uh, and he just has like these little quips sometimes. And he's also, he's also, um, he's super sharp on like, like having a comeback real quick. Like I, I think, I think Kyle's probably the funniest big news. The quesalupa is back at Taco Bell. Also the quesadilla has officially been added to the menu at Chipotle. So it used to be like a off, off menu thing that's on Connor's 55 plus to win or plus 5,500 to win. Why not? Sure. Why not? George in the Titleist. That's good. Pup date. Check me out on Instagram. I'll post one later. Um, <laughs> these are good. Match play is always dumber in reality. Match play on paper is Tiger versus Phil or whatever. In reality, it's Victor Dubeson versus Jeff Ogilvy for 37 pressure packed holes. <laughs> Oh, that's actually pretty funny. Yeah, maybe it is better on paper. We're, we're going to be like super upset on Saturday when the final four is uh, Carlos Ortiz, uh, Brendan Todd, Matt Wallace, and JT Poston. <laughs> we're going to be, we're gonna not going to be rooting for that match play ma uh, uh, major anytime soon. All right, I think we're getting close to being done here. The 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 questions are dying out. Uh, hit the like button on your way out. Let's see. Hold on, I think I saw one more. Why is coach called coach? I don't know. I guess he's the coach. The McRib changed my life. All right, I think we're. I think that's about. I think that's about it. I got Monday's Masters tickets. Ooh, oh, okay, okay. I'm putting this on the chat so I can hold him to this. I got Monday's Masters ticket for twenty for 2022. One ticket has your name on it. If you can go as a thank you for all your Ian, I will hold you to that, my friend. I will hold you to that. Oh, I'm an idiot. I knew his last name was. I, I don't even know his name. Jonathan Coachman, the coach. I knew that, and he probably coaches. All right, guys. Um, a lot of fun this week's gonna be t uh, awesome. It, some of these matches go pretty fast, right? So like these guys that go out, they're gonna go out in twosomes. Match play gets over pretty quick. Like some of these, some of these early matches are gonna get done fairly quickly. So it's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, everything's gonna be rolling in. Hit the like button on your way out. I don't know if you have any other questions. Tweet me at Rick Run Good. Leave a comment below. Also, watch this. I have an outro this week. Did you guys notice I had an intro this week? Watch this. See ya.